Right on, ladies and gents. Welcome back to another episode of Life of Mine, the Go To Mining Podcast. Matty Michael here, and a special welcome to our second Battery Metals episode, where we tell you everything about mining the raw materials for electric vehicles. Featuring the Aussie EV guru Andy Clayton from Precision Funds Management. If you haven't listened to the first EV episode where Andy and I covered what makes up an EV battery, different battery types and a bit more of an intro to the series, go back, have a listen and share the Spotify link or Apple Podcast link or Google Podcast link or whatever on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, bloody share it to your Uber driver. You know how much a Uber, dri- Uber driver loves giving out a stock and a crypto tip. So, second episode, Lithium. Speaking of Uber drivers, they reckon lithium is going up. Andy goes over everything lithium in this yarn. The chemical makeup, spodumene percentage versus grade, how it calculates out, hard rock lithium versus lithium brine deposits, the soaring lithium price, Pilbara Minerals' uh, unique auctioning system, Lion Town's upcoming underground lithium project and plenty more of the big current and upcoming lithium projects in Australia and the world. This is a bloody interesting and as I said, please share the episode around. Possibly the best content to come out of life of mine to date. Thanks again to our sponsors, the leading global mining consultant Tech, who actually forwarded me on to Andy for this series and now we're pretty much best friends. So... Let's talk lithium. Here we go. Check in the portal. Copy, ship boss. I got radio check. Yeah, radio is working fine. Yeah, copy all personnel. Yeah, copy, mate. The chair in the vent bag. Yeah, stitch her up there. Thanks, mate. Yeah, right, hey, copy that. Now, the lithium, we'll go into what lithium yep. is, but the lithium bubble is that bloody because it is going off. <laughs> Sustainable or going to pop, like, or who knows, crystal ball. <laughs> Crystal ball stuff. I mean, to you know, to put it in um, context of what the you know what the price has done. I mean, um, I think you know what was it? Probably two and a half, three years ago, just before uh, the COVID. You know, pil- you know the spodumene price, which is the main sort of benchmark price that a lot of the Australians use, it was sort of three hundred and fifty bucks a ton. Um, and, and really, and, and recently, you saw sale. You saw the this Pilbara mine sale of over sort of $6,000 a tonne equivalent. 20 bagger. Just a 20 bagger. So, uh, you know, and, th- and that's a small spot sale, but, you know, even their quarterly, they were getting like, to give you an idea, Pilbara was sort of break even slash losing money two and a half years ago. Last last quarter, they got like 2000 between 2600 and $3,000 a tonne. For their for, for their spodumene, and I think they made 120 million EBITDA. And so projecting- some need, really needed some fucking lithium that day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's <is>. right. <laughs> so now lithium, we'll go into spodumene, bloody yeah. all the bloody different types. Yeah. yeah so lithium, yeah. how? What does it look like? What form is it found in? <laughs> so it doesn't occur as it sort of as an elemental form of lithium because of its re- reactivity. So, um, so there's actually a hundred. I didn't know this. I was doing some research. Hundred known minerals that contain lithium, but only a few of them are economically viable to extract, sort of thing. So, you know, and it's really your two main categories are, are minerals and brine. You know, hard rock and your brine solutions. And and currently, lithium is only extracted from pegmatite deposits. So, um, 
But in the future, you may see, you know, hectorite and jadeite, which is another lithium. Uh, so, lithium I, I, yeah, and you thought this fucking geology wouldn't come in your smoke. I? Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <That's Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> this would be now. Don't, don't sit on it for too long. I know the geos get excited <laughs> when you get the opportunity. So, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, the pegmatites, I mean, they're um, essentially, you know, igneous rocks and granitic com- composition, um, but, but normally uh, distinguished by the pretty coarse grain. But have variable, you know, grain, grain structure, and there's lots of pegmatites all around, all, all all around the world, and lots of geos would have mapped lots of those. But there's the lithium bearing ones are relatively rare, so they're they're really the uh, the key. And and spodumene is the base, most abundant lithium bearing mineral found in these deposits, sort of thing. So, so spodumene, so pegmatite is is that the host? Yeah, area, and spodumene is within that. That's right. So the chemical, yeah. like you know, the chemical formula of spodumene, it's a lithium aluminium silicate. Um, and, and within that, it contains about 7.9% lithium oxide. L- okay, so that's when you say LiO2. Yeah, LiO2. So, so the highest grade, if it was 100% spodumene, yep. a, a depo- it will have like um, you know 7.9% sort of thing. Ah, uh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But there's an added complexity because, you know, there are other lithium minerals in the pegmatites yep. which contribute to the overall lithium grade. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. I, I so, don't know if you noticed, but I don't know fucking anything about this. And I'm learning shitloads as we speak. And this is why yeah. I wanted to do this. This is more for, this is more for myself, this episode. Okay, yeah. But what really counts is those spodumene content. So, you know, yep. you, you, you could have other lithium-bearing minerals like the pitolite and petalite and all that sort of thing. But it's really the spod, spodumene. So if yeah. I go so, to, let me see, we'll do a bit of a live investigation. I, 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 I did, a, I, Red Dirt actually had quite an interesting announcement the other day. Yep. Where they did some uh, XRD analysis that showed on their core that showed that there was 63% spodumene, which would imply a grade of sort of, you know, Five percent lithium, Li two O three. Yeah, oh, that's were- what I was on because I was looking at. Um, oh no, that was a distance. So it was critical resources. They reported it maybe slightly. Oh, said right, okay. Point one meters of visual visual spodumene. So that's right. Someone- so, so you, it's yeah, visual spodumene's fine, but it's really that like they actually like what Red did was actually some XRD analysis on on their core, and based on that, they said of the. Of, of that call, sixty three percent was spodumene. Oh yeah, so, so they, and that sorry, critical said it could contain approximately twenty percent of medium to large cream coloured spodumene crystals. Yeah, so okay. is that like a guesstimation that it's twenty? Yeah, that's right. So twenty percent. So it's you know, the fifth, uh, so one half. Yeah, twenty percent by eight. Yeah, one and a half percentage type thing, which is yeah. still you know that's a that's a. Nice, nice I'm interviewing Bigsy tomorrow, actually. Right, there you go. Going on, so I bloody dropped a bloody bit of spodumene. Uh, but, the- but, but back, you know, and Red Dirt's actual results sort of came in at 4.2%. So that's okay. sort of, you know, yep. it's in the ballpark type thing. Um, and the other interesting thing is, you know, as, as studies progress from sort of test work to DFS, often the recoveries are lower because you're only getting paid for the lithium in the spodumene, not the mica lithium sort of thing. Okay. And so are they getting... Do they get credits for the no, they what don't. comes out of the? They other? just they just no, they just get paid for the spod. Ah, oh, right. For the concentrate, so you might have you know like That's lithium. A bit fucking stiff, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't think you know at the moment because all the conversion, all the converting, taking spodumene to to lithium carbonate, lithium hydroxide plants up in China. Yeah, you know yeah. they're they're all you know sorted for that sort of thing. So there may be a time. You know where uh, yeah, they might yeah. get paid for that sort of thing. So so they're they're just. How in terms of the processing on site, so they're they're, they're mining that. What what 
are they just crushing it and screaming Crush, it? Crush, screen, uh, flotation, and, yeah. a, and often a DMS as well. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah, so, so it's not like an iron ore bloody thing. No, right? it's a bit more complex. Um, yeah, and, and the recoveries can, like, it, you know, can, can, can vary quite a lot depending on, the, obviously, the mineralogy um, and the other lithium-bearing minerals in it. Um, yeah. You know, cause, and I know that, like, when Catlin or Gal- Galaxy's um, Mount Catlin mine started off, you know, they had issues with their recoveries, um, just, just getting them up to the sort of the DFS level, having to tweak the plant the same with Pilbara um, when they started at Pilgangora um, sort of thing. So it is, it's not certainly not as sort of simple as the sort of the iron ore. Um, yep. And there are some sort of nuances that I think, uh, um, yeah, the market participants have to be aware of and, and all that sort of thing. Or well, certainly, you know, when, when, when they go down from the route from, um, you know, taking into production sort of thing. Yeah. Now... As you said, when you were saying before, one and a half percent. Oh, yeah, that's bloody, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. What is, like, I look at, say, gold grade, I can say, right, eight grams a tonne. Yeah. Geez, that's fucking pretty yep. good. What about when you're talking lithium spodumene, when you're talking yeah. uh, lithium oxide percentages? What what's a, what's a good number? What's a fucking shit number <laughs> for grade? <laughs> well, to give an idea, green bushes, which is the sort of the standout mine in a you know, fabulous deposit, grades of plus greater than two percent, you know, okay. over, over the whole resource. So, yeah. you know, that's um, to, and then anything over like Mount Holland, which is the one that um, West Farmers bought, that's sort of one and a half percent. I think Lion Town's about one point four percent. So anything you know over that. You know, and there's always other factors, you know, strip ratios, we, you know, mm. um, mineralogy recoveries and all that. But typically anything over sort of, you know, 1.2, you know, plus is, is, a, is a reasonable number. Anything, you know, going high, like, for instance, um, ABZ's project Manoro in the DRC, that's there, that's 400 million tonnes at 1.6% lithium. Yeah. And that's a, you know, that, that, that that's a fa- fabulous deposit. So, uh, and anything... You know, the flip side, anything below one percent is, you know, probably going to struggle a little bit. Yeah. Um. So, but not struggle. That all obviously depends on pricing. But you know, um. Yeah. So, with before we get into who the big players are, where it's all coming from. Yep. Where's Australia sit in? Are we a big player in lithium globally? Or are we small? Yeah. Like, where, where's Australia sit? Yeah, like we... Like we oh, geez, we've got some material got some for this. I've, I've pulled off something from You're the, the, best, the uh... best prepared interviewer I've ever bloody had, Colin. <laughs> I didn't want to come across as a complete idiot, mate. Right? So, <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll uh, sort that out yeah, for you, mate. Right. No, this is from the um, uh, Neo Metals uh, website. So they're both, we haven't talked about the brine deposits, but essentially 70% of global lithium resources are in brine. So these are the uh, things over in the Andes, um, in Chile and uh, Peru. Um, and um, But uh, but of that, so Australia, there's sort of 450 million tonnes and they call it lithium carbon equivalent just to, to, to measure it. And Australia has about 10% of that. Um, but we are all um, hard rock. Okay, so, so brine. So what is the brine? I'm saying it's not like your bloody tuna cans, I'll gather. Um, <laughs> Not the, Gen we- not the John West. Yeah, the John West lithium's <laughs> <No>. best. <laughs> so the uh, so they're co- continental brines where endo and this is one for the geos. Um, I'm probably not pronouncing it right because I gave it away 20 years ago. In <laughs> endorphic basins. So there you go. A basin that allows no sounds erotic. Doesn't and those yeah. outflow to other external bodies of water. So oh. they're basically closed basins. Yep. Sort of thing, um, where there's water flowing in, which is enriched in your, in lithium and um, uh, uh, economic 
deposits usually occur where they're in a high evaporation rate. So yeah, right. they, 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 these brines come in um, and typically occur in salt, salt lakes or pans. Yeah. Um, and you, know, you may remember a company, um, Oracobra, um, that has now been or merged um, with Galaxy to form Alchem. So they started this Alaris project. Um, yeah, in 2014, and and basically it's um, you pump you know lithium rich brines um, to the to the surface in massive evaporation ponds, mm-hmm. and and it essentially you know the, as, as lithium is the most um, the, the uh, most more soluble than the other 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 minerals, it will be the last to precipitate out, sort of thing. Oh, is that where they get the? It's like a powder. Yeah, like they get the powder yeah. and all that sort of thing. So they remove other elements, and then the brines treated with them. Um, with sodium chloride to create a lithium carbonate slurry, which is then filtered and washed with water to produce a, a sort of a greater than ninety nine percent lithium right. carbonate. So where are they? Where's it trapped with? When you said like long the short, how do you mine these brine deposits? Yeah. Are they tra- so you said they're trapped in they're trapped salt, salt lakes. They're trapped salt lakes, and so you drill a heap of bores down there yep. to pump out this brine. And yeah. then and then spread it out. So is the brine is it like a just just a, fluid? Is it fluid? It's just a fluid. That. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, just right. it's, it's just a just a, a fluid that's enriched in um in in lithium. Yeah. And is uh, that is that is that easier to mine or more difficult to mine than hard rock? What's uh, the- it's lower once you get it up and running. It is lower cost. Um, yeah. you know, because you've already got all the like, lot of the uh, sunk infrastructure already there, sort of thing. It's not constantly having to, yeah. and 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 the basin recharges as water flows in there, sort of thing. Um. Um, the, technically, you know, um, Oracobra did have some, you know, it took them quite a while to iron out to get to specification, uh, grade specification. They did have some, you know, quite, uh, you know, for a number of years, you know, sort of subpar operating performances. You know, if you have a rainfall event or there was some other, you know, just, just fine tuning it to get to that battery grade specification, which was sort of greater than 99%. Yeah. Um, lithium carbonate equivalent sort of thing. Um, so there is a real difference in the quality, you know. So for your hard rock, you're just producing a, Typically, uh, anywhere between a five and a half percent and a six percent sort of lithium um, oxide concentrate, mm-hmm. your spodru- you know, from your spodumene. Um, uh, whereas, whereas the brines will typically, you know, they'll produce lithium carbonate um, at both sort of battery and technical grade, and then they'll, you know, that gets converted into you know lithium carbonate, um, or they sell that directly, or they produce lithium hydroxide. Okay, so the converters. Yep. So, so you said, and seventy percent of the global lithium is contained in brine. In brine, yes. And And is that is that being mined, but not being mined as much as the hard rock version um, at the moment, or no? Because you've still got like Chile, Chile and Argentina. You know, they they, or South America account for about fifty five percent of those brines. Yeah. Okay. Um, So there's. You know, your big players are Albemarle and Tianchi and all those. Um, you know, there's some massive deposits over there and they're looking at spending more because they're at the sort of the, the bottom of the cost curve. But what you really had with the price increase and the sort of the Aussie sort of know-how was this this spodumene or the Aussie hard rock guys um, get, getting into it. And really Pilbara was probably the – or Galaxy was with Mount Catlin um, early on and then Pilbara sort of, you, you know – came in saw the opportunity um to to um you know develop a project up at uh, up up at pilgangora um and um you know that yeah the price obviously they had some issues early on but now the price has gone up and they're um, absolutely killing it Oh, there's so many people who be like, oh, it's ain't Pilbara Minerals on our five cents yeah. and now they're fucking two dollars <laughs> i've heard that quote a lot um now Big players in Australia, as you, you yeah. mentioned before, but I guess um, 
big hard rock mining players yeah. in Australia and on the ASX. And, and yeah, then you've got on obviously the, the ones on the ASX that are mining uh, globally. Yeah. What's the, uh, who's yeah. the big dogs? So so the big dogs, I mean, really, you know, the Greenbushes mine, which has been going since the sort of, I think, the 1990s, and you might remember the old Sons of Guali days that originally had that mining um, tantalum out of that sort of thing. Um, as I said, you know, exceptional grade. Uh, well, it's actually been in production since 1980s, currently producing at a rate of about a million tonnes per annum. Um, of, of spodumene and looking to expand that to 1.3 million tonnes. So uh, IJO has a 49% interest in Tianchi Lithium or TEL, um, which has a 51% interest in green bushes, and then yeah. the other 49% is owned by um, Albemarle. And, yeah. and, 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 and IJO also have a 100% interest in the Quinana refinery. Yeah. Um, so, so, so what they get, you know, the spodumene they take from green bushes, they're going to be you know, uh, downstream processing, uh, you know, adding value to it to produce lithium carbonate yep. from um, from uh, the Quinana refinery, which is sort of yep. commissioning at the moment. Is that, is IGO, is that their only lithium interest? So they got more lithium yeah, assets? That's that, no, that's, that, that, that was sort of that transformational deal they did probably a couple of years ago where, um, that you know, they sort of restructured their portfolio a bit. They sold out of... Um, Tropicana sold that for sort of nine hundred million to um to, to Regis, and they bought uh, I think they paid about one point three billion to get sort of this interest in green bushes, but along with the downstream yep. uh, Quinana refinery. Oh, so and that's getting built. That's that's moment. built. Um, sort of commissioning. It's uh, I remember visiting it probably three or four years ago when it was private. When Tianchi had it. Um, and it was meant to be a sort of four four hundred million dollar build, I think. You know, of course, with all these things, the capex gone out, you know, blowing out. Uh, I think they might have spent close upwards of eight hundred million now, sort of thing. But that is sort of on the cusp of commissioning yep. now. But I do remember coming away thinking, you know, it's a pretty complex process um, mm. with, with, with you know re- refining the the six percent to sort of ninety nine plus. Percent, and you had to be very careful on the contaminants, and um, you know the final bagging actually had positive pressure, sort of thing, where you uh, know, okay. you know keep keeping everything out of the uh, yeah, right, out yeah, of yeah, the bagging because yeah. if there's any iron contaminants get in or anything yeah. like that, and. So and you, both- long in the short, you'd fucking blow a battery up or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. So yeah. is that um? And so what's coming out of that factory is like is a she's battery grade yeah. lithium that is coming out of that yeah. battery. Yeah, uh, that factory a- out of that factory. So that that that's sort of um. I mean, the other big guys, obviously Pilbara Minerals. You know, their market cap sort of eight to nine billion at yep. the moment. Um, had a you know done a fabulous job there. They're currently producing about three hundred thirty thousand tons. They bought um, Alturia, you might remember, in a in a great deal, and they'll be bringing that on for another 180 to 200,000 tonnes. So they um, buy sort of September quarter this year, and and they've they're sort of global expand or the expansion plans are to take that to a million tonnes. Yeah, right. Year. So Kenny Brisney's because he's out now. He's, no, he's just out, parked mate. up on a yacht. He's done his deal. He's, <laughs> he's done it. Well, sipping he's sipping cocktails on the bloody <laughs> going in the. I heard he's going to the Monaco Grand Prix this year on the big. Well, yacht. good on him because he's done a. You know, he's he, he stared it down because there were some tough times there. Yeah. Like, absolutely. So, um, yeah, full credit to him. He's done and that, so because they were, when you say tough times, were they? Could they see what was coming up? But they were they they put it all in early, and it's they, obviously they paid so, dividends so, right so, now. So they, they built it where prices were high. You know, like prices were pretty hot. You know, were, were, were still were good in sort of 2017, 18, and then they sort of all you know the oversupply. So the Chinese were carrying were, were encouraging all this new supply to come on. Um, you know, for the for their converters, 
all this, you know, this new supply came on, price went down to, 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 to essentially the, the, the uh, uh, you know, they were, you know, struggling to make any money, yeah. you know, real, real cash flow. And, um, you know, but they, they, they stared it down and they strategically bought the plant next door, Artur, um, with some help from their bankers and, and things like that. So that, you know, that's been a, you know, a, a fantastic deal for them now. And they, now they're reaping the benefits of that sort of, uh, the, the courage to invest in, you know, a couple of years ago, sort of thing. What can you put your finger on? What the big turning point for this current lithium boom bubble, whatever you want to call it, like what was? I mean, I know that you know, Canaccord put a really good piece out in uh, it was probably two or three, two and a half years ago, sort of, because they've been very strong on the whole lithium cycle and covered it very closely. Um, you know, Reg Spencer's probably um, you know one of the, the analyst that knows the most about it um, in Australia. And um, well, you are today, no. so <laughs> fucking don't worry about that. Uh, Reg is a hell of a lot smarter than me. Don't worry about that. <laughs> and um, so that uh, it was really, I, I think, you know, the, the growth in the EVs um, c- coming through, where the market could suddenly see, shit, you know, if, if you've had electric sales doubling from sort of three million to six million. Where, where are these raw materials? Where are these, you know, how are we going to, you know, how are we going to produce these metals that are required mm. for the, for these batteries? And, you know, um, they, they put out a, and they, they updated their numbers um, a year ago and were still, you know, still very bullish, said, said you know, this is, yes, prices have recovered. I think at, at that stage it was like, you know, probably $1,200 a price spot, you mean, but they were really seeing the potential for this for the for the um, spot price to go to sort of six thousand bucks, oh, you know, four to five thousand dollars a ton. Mm. Um, we're, we're at at the moment, sort of thing. So it de- definitely seemed in the last. Um, well, maybe I just started paying attention to lithium more, but the the the, ju- the amount of exploration oh, happening in the last absolutely. six months is just fucking going off its tits. It has gone off. Twitter's just bloody. <laughs> it's just madness <laughs> on there with uh, oh, lithium. Look, a- a- absolutely, and that's what happens in any sort of where. Where you have those massive runs in the price, underlying price, it spurns a you know generation of junior explorers that might have had some, you know, some pretty average gold tenements or whatever, just going like where to you know the entrepreneurial people that go where are we going to yeah. you know try and make some money. So the amount of money raised um, for sort of lithium exploration and um, you know new projects is is phenomenal, and and the market is rewarding that you know. So you've seen some of these juniors. Um, you know, going from sort of penny dreadfuls to, um, you know, absolute, you know, b- multi-billion dollar companies. And I, mm. I suppose there's no better example than um, Liontown, um, you know, which was a one, two cent stock. They had drilled out their Kathleen Valley project and that's a $4 billion market cap. Um, you know, that's going to be, they raised, went and raised $450 million, um, a few months ago and they're aiming to be in production sort of Q2 24. And they're targeting sort of to give you an idea, five hundred fifty thousand tons of spodumene, um, and you know, w- and on further expansion of their plant, sort of up to sort of seven hundred fifty tons of this sort of lithium hydroxide yep. um, product. So you know, th- th- that's there's been a serious wealth creation for uh, uh, you know a lot of these shareholders in these lithium names, and of course that spurns a generation of um, you know, as I said, some of the more entrepreneurial ones or people that will. You know, buy tenement or like, um, you know, all those sorts of things. So yeah. uh, now, Liontown's an interesting one because I assume predominant lithium mining is open pit. Yep. Currently, yep. whereas Liontown is going to be underground. Yep. Correct. Yep. Um, 
And that's thoughts it. on that. Interesting. Why? Why is it? It's obviously a bit of a deeper deposit. Why? That's a deeper why deposit. isn't it higher? Like, <laughs> it'd be nicer for him if it was. Uh, yeah, it would be nicer. But I think is it, know, is it is it a bit of a bloody um, oh whatever that word is a bit different. Like is it uh, is it de- not not common that it's found as deep as it is, or people haven't looked that deep. Uh, probably a combination. They probably haven't looked that deep because, um, as you said, the economics on an open pit. I mean, what what goes in um, Lion Town's favour and why they can go underground is because you're getting really big widths of high grade mineralisation. So, mm-hmm. so they are long hole open staping. You know the, the, this project, um, and, and you know they, you know some of their intersections, you know, are 50, 70, 80 metres wide, sort of thing of, of, of good grade stuff. So yep. that that's why. But but you're right. I, I think there was one little Chinese um, company that was doing it underground, but there's nowhere else in the world that does, um, you know, uh, uh, underground. But if the prices remain high, you would imagine that that would encourage you know, further people to, um, you know, to start exploring. Mm. If it's got the right dimensions, you know, you've got to have, obviously, as an underground miner, Matt, you'd know that you've got to have the right dimensions to uh, make it work. And I, uh, just put, <laughs> I just put the drives in and jam the bolts up. What they do after that, I couldn't give two fucks, as long as I've got a heading to go to afterwards. Um, but isn't that an interesting area? So you've got you got, you got got the Bellevue Gold Project, you've got, yep. you got Kathleen Valley, you've got Cosmo, like, so you've got the Gold, you've got the... Cosmos Nickel Mine, yeah, which yeah. is Adesius. Then you've got Kathleen Valley Lithium. Isn't that just an interesting little pocket of- Yeah, uh, no, it is. Random, isn't it? Just like take your pick of what bloody mineral you well, want to get. Well, that's right. You know, you got the ultramafic belts ripping up there for the, for the, for the nickel stuff. And um, yeah, and, and these um, massive pegmatites um, coming through for- How was it like being the, being the geo? Like, is that- how they know there was some fucking lithium there? Like, was it what made them look in that area? As, as I said earlier, Matt, I was a failed geologist. So. Oh, yeah, but you can just make it up on this, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah it's, but it's obviously just a prolific must, area. Of yeah, I, I presume they would have just done some soil sampling and found it enriched in lithium and then done a bit of drilling. Maybe there's, I think there was probably pegmatites outcropping going, you know, like like, like 10 years ago, no one, were, no one was even looking for pegmatite. You know, when I started off in... Analysts like you know, lithium was used for treating dementia. You know, <laughs> you know, it wasn't and you know, bipolar, isn't it? Yeah, that was, bipolar, on, that was on that was on homeland. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. So no, no one was even you know, you weren't even looking for it. Um, yeah. and, and you know, what, like a, a fascinating one that, that we own. You know, Red Dirt when they bought this Mount Ida project, they bought it for the gold um, off off Orabanda. And, um, you know, they, they discovered some historical lithium r- results in there, including some, you know, 25 metres of uh, uncut core, you know, with beautiful spodumene crystals that they've yeah, cut. Right. And, you know, and so suddenly they pivoted to, like, well, park the gold, let's go out and drill out and see how big this thing can be sort of thing. So, yep. yeah. And um, now... Back to Pilbara Minerals. Yep. Another unique thing about him is their their auctioning system. Yeah, for the for the lithium. Uh, Fascinating. Tell me about it because I don't know anything about it, and no. tell everyone else about it. What's how how'd that all come about? And how so, does it actually work? So they launched it. Um, it's, it's so they launched the BMX auction in March two thousand and twenty one. It was basically to set up a digital sales platform for sort of um, unallocated spodumene. So stuff outside of their contract, just sort of small parcels. And just to really get an idea, I think, um, you know, it's genius to, of, of, of how the market's tracking um, sort of thing. So to give- Pil- so, so Pilbara Minerals set this up just Pil- for Pilbara Minerals set this up. And I know that, that the, the digital exchange sales platform that they're using, um, uh, that they were doing uh, the same platform we're doing it for oil and gas, some oil and gas companies okay. and all that yeah. sort of thing. And do you remind me years ago, sort of a Lucas set one up for they were selling 
sort of some spot Zircon um, on, on, on a sales platform as well. Um, Zircon, what, is that for the cheap rings? Bloody, <laughs> no, that's for the that's Zirconia. Oh, Zirconia, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no worries. <laughs> so so that, they had their first auction in July 21, um, yeah. and they got a price of 1250 bucks a tonne, and everyone's going, shit, that's, you know, that's a pretty – Pretty decent price. I think the, the probably the, the the average price they would have been receiving was would have been sub a thousand. They they just just completed a, their fourth ox, but it was for small volume. We're talking ten thousand tons, so it's not you know you can't apply it to its whole, but it's a nice little sweetener yeah, for yeah. them. Uh, they just completed their fourth auction and received a price. So this was literally I think in April a price of US five thousand five hundred and sixty dollars. Yeah, right. For five and a half percent spod. So if if you equate that's over six thousand tons mm-hmm. for a six percent. Spodgeman concentrate. So that's you know, I mean, you look at that in, in, in you know up up four times in the in, in the past year. So um, and yeah. are they just still doing it for small amounts? Yeah, still doing it for small yeah. amounts. So so it's really just sort of, I think, helping the market get a guide for you know what is, uh, you know, what some people what what some of the Chinese companies prepared to pay for mm. for, for, for you know to to get some spodgeman, and they all put out guidance for sort of you know their quarterly sort of uh, what, what they're expecting the June quarter for their pricing. And I think Pilbara sort of plus 3,000. I think Alchem, which is the old um, Oracobra and Galaxy Merger, you know, they're sort of talking, you know, greater than sort of four and a half to $5,000 a tonne sort of thing. So it's really just sort of guiding. Yeah. But I think they'll, they'll certainly continue with, with, with that auction. Um, and it's just sort of, I think, just helping the market un- understand, you know, what is happening in the in, in the um in, in, in this in this, the spot market essentially so is that do you think that this whole auctioning system has that had a pretty big effect on what the lithium price has done because like everyone's like shit this is what they're paying like it's like a bit of a fomo fomo sort of thing has it had a bit of an effect on the whole oh, look, global I'm, scene I'm, I'm, at all it's, it's difficult to gauge without being inside mm. you know the negotiations but there's no doubt like when you've had the underlying price going to where it has gone, you know, it, it hasn't hurt. Where you're going, well, you know, they can point to well, we've just sold ten thousand tons at US five thousand, you know, five hundred bucks a ton. So, um, you know, but but these are all negotiated contracts, and they'll be yep. set off sort of certain pricing out of China and all those sorts of things. So, um, yeah, uh, yeah, a, a great initiative, and um, you know, it's been you know sort of helped in the overall marketing and um, for Pilbara, absolutely. So. Um, Big uh, projects upcoming globally, big, small. Yep. Is there a lot of small project? Is there any notable big lithium projects um, coming online? Yeah, there are. Well, I suppose one we haven't talked about, MinRes. Um, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, so they, that, yeah. they, they, you know, and, um, you know, they, they've, they currently produce sort of just out of Mount Marion with, uh, with um, I said joint venture, might be, can't remember their joint, but, but about 225,000 tonnes is there. And they're look, looking at doubling that. Yep. Um, to 450, but but you might remember they bought Wajina, um, and then and then they did a stunning deal when they actually sold sort of that, um, to, to, and um, and then as soon as they sold, they basically put on care and maintenance and, and got access to the Kemba and hydro, um, hydroxide plant. So they will restart. Restart Wajina. Oh, um, Jing Jing Gang Gang Feng oh, Jing, Jing, Fifty. How do you pronounce that? That's the fifty percent joint Jing partner. Oh, Gang Feng, right? Okay, yep. So, so Gang Feng's one of the largest Chinese producers. Yeah, so that's, uh, the, that's got, the Mount Marion fifty percent. Right, JV partner. 
Thanks, man. There you go. You're go, go, of, go, go. <laughs> You're a wealth of knowledge. So, <laughs> so Wodgen is restarting, and 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 that, um, you know, which was the old handle of mine that. Um, Oh, yeah, so, Soggy's Sons of Guala used to have. So, yeah, yeah. and that's actually got production capacity of 750,000 tonnes of spodumene, yeah. you know, SC6. And they will use their, their whole thing is about adding value, you know, MinRes. So they're building the Kemberton hydroxide plant down at Kemberton, um, which is Where's, where's Kemberton? Oh, down south. It's, uh, I don't know that because I've got a mate. Um, it's just, I think it's west of Bunbury. Okay, yeah. Down that way because I've got a mate that owns a hotel there that's fully booked for, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> for all, all, all the employees. Here with, so the, here with the new Onslow, <laughs> yeah, the new Carafa. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and that's targeting sort of 50,000 tonnes of lithium carbonate. Yeah. Um, so they ultimately want to convert. They're saying in three to four years' time, all the spodge, I mean, they, rather than just spelling a concentrate, they want to, you know, yeah. upgrade it, you know, get a lot lot better pricing. Okay. That sort of thing. So that's, uh, you know. They've, they've done and, and 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 something with the minres. You always know that they're you know very careful with their capital, you know capital allocation and capital growth and all that sort of thing. So um, uh, you know they're, they're they're one of the big players. I mean the other one we've talked about, Lion Town. Um, you know the other one that that, that we like and own is Fire Finch, um, which has got a, 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 a fabulous oh, yeah, I'll deposit. Just chuck that on the fucking watch list. So <laughs> uh, so so Fire Finch. Um, uh, Project over in Mali, and um, this yep. is the old Galima, Galima project. They're, they're they're demerging the lithium and and gold assets out, and they're looking at producing sort of uh, five hundred thousand tons of um, spodumene, increasing to eight hundred thousand tons on stage two. FX, right? I'm on the watch yeah, list. I'm go. good to go, right? Uh, with with capex of sort of two hundred fifty million, but but they've got Gangfeng as a partner. They're fully yep. funded. They've done a you know a, a, a full DFS. So Gangfeng came in there and basically. Said, you know, we we like this project. We're gonna, you know, for fifty percent joint venture, we will fund predominantly the, the bulk of the capex, and, yep. um, which which is what they're doing. So, they're targeting, I think, uh, late twenty three, early twenty four for first production. They've already sort of started early works. Um, the other one, AVZ, which I talked about. You know, they've got a massive resource um, in DRC. Capex sort of half a billion to produce seven hundred thousand tons of um, of spod um, has strong Chinese backing. I note they're in a trading halt today, just on some clarification of their mining tenure or yeah. ownership issue. So we'll see where that, where, where, where that all lands. Um, African sovereign risk no, up for some sovereign risk, um, and, and your other sort of um, in terms of next cab off the rank is probably Core Lithium. So they've got a real. Quite a modest scale project up in um, up in Northern Territory, uh, the Finnis project. So they're sort of ten to fifteen million tons at about one point three percent. But their what they their advantage is they're going to be producing in the second half of this year. So you know they'll be producing at a very good pricing, uh, looking at about one hundred and seventy five thousand tons of spod, um, and and they've got offtake with Gangfang as well. So yeah, so that's sort so of Gangfang's pretty. Is that the biggest global? Yeah, they're the implied? biggest global. I think lithium producer in the world. Yep. Yeah. Or yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, now, what about like in? See, there's a bit of a lot of seems to be a bit going on in Ontario and stuff. In yeah. Is that like another pretty another, big lithium yeah, problem yeah. like, as can, well? You know, northern. You know, the north. The US has sort of 15. You know, million tons of lithium carbonate. Um, and you've had quite a few Aussie companies go over there. Sonara or uh, sorry, uh, yeah, Piedmont. Um, yeah, GT1. That's just listed. They've spin out from. Um, 
Ardinian sort of thing. So that's similar, and they're looking at uh, yeah, more more downstream. So like sort of tying in with the with, you know producing the the, the, the spodumene and then uh, looking at the downstream processing sort of because Canada is certainly rich in um, you know some nice high grade uh, deposits and yeah. Um, and yeah with, with the shortage and the fact that you know the, the, there is the appetite for the market to raise money there. Um, though, though the last few days, I think that's probably uh, tempered that a little bit. Oh, uh, good time to buy in. <laughs> if anyone's got a few hundred grand cash they want to lend me, I'll give it back to you in a couple of years and um, it'll be, yeah, post piece interest yeah. rate. Yeah. It's, it's on. It. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, that's been a bloody absolute ripping sum up of lithium, I reckon. Have you got anything else you want to – I want to make sure you've used all your resources because I, I don't want you have, to have printed them out for nothing. So <laughs> – Got anything else you want to get out on the table? No, this no, I think that's um, hopefully that's um, mildly informative sort of thing. Oh, extremely informative. <laughs> well, that that concludes the first episode of the uh, battery metals um, battery metals series that I've just decided to make a series because that's gone for fifty minutes. So um, has it really? Yes. Wow, there you go. Jesus, I must I must have talked some BS. There yeah. we go. So no, I'll, I'll see you back for um, the next episode. <laughs> All right. Bloody no, perfect. Good on you, man. <laughs> good on you, Andy. Thanks, mate. Bye, bye. Right, that is lithium concluded. How bloody good was that? And if you do need any more info on lithium that we didn't cover in the episode, uh, Andy's mobile is 04... Nah, just kidding, Andy. Wouldn't do that to you. Uh, That would have made you nervous. Uh, Flick us an email, any queries, matt at lifemindpodcast.com. And I probably won't be able to answer it, but I'll forward it on to either Andy or some other guru and... We'll get back to you. As I said, share the episode around, spread the battery metals word, and hope you all enjoyed it. Next episode, nickel, nickel. See you back for nickel. All right. <laughs>